Yes, welcome aboard to just another Manic Monday. All right, time to tense up all you fashionistas out there. Yeah, let's talk fashion, something I'm very, very big on. (laughs) Not. Uh, From Wednesday, the Adelaide Fashion Festival kicks off with five days of uh, creativity, good taste and uh, inspiration. The festival's creative director, the man that's holding the torch for this wonderful event, Chris Contis, is with me now. (laughs) Why are you laughing, Chris? Oh, because I don't know if I've got much of a torch, but I'm just (laughs) running on adrenaline, Alan. (laughs) Uh, Listen, uh, Wednesday, it's here before you know it. Uh, Two more sleeps. I'm excited. Um, from humble beginnings 10 years ago, yes. this festival has just continued to grow and grow. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, state government took it over about four years ago and um, it was always about making um, the industry shine bright and the designers, but also bringing light on our amazing food and wine and culture here in South Australia. And I think since the festival's beginnings, the idea of Adelaide to our interstate and overseas guests has changed a lot. Mm. Well, it is part, it fits in so well with our reputation as totally. home of the festival state, you yes. know, the, the the fringe has taken off like you wouldn't believe internationally. This is fitting in the same Yeah, uh, in and the it's same great because it's in, not in March, it's in October, <laughs> so yeah, it gives us a bit yeah. of breathing space in between. But I mean, look, you know, our massive industry heads like Edwina McCann, editor-in-chief of Vogue, um, has come twice this now. Her, this is her th- a second time, and she'll be hosting a lunch. Um, and also the editor-in-chief of China Vogue, um, Angelica Chung. I mean, it's such a big moment big for names. us. And mm. other fashion festivals don't get these moments. Mm. Um, it's just super exciting for the industry. It's super exciting for us and showcasing our local talent, which is the most important thing of all. Now, what impact has it had on the industry? I mean, look, to be honest with you, there's been 20% growth um, in regards to people hiring within industry. I mean, there's so much growth in the designers. I feel like our designers are showcasing internationally. I mean, we've got great success stories like Paolo Sebastian and and who are dressing celebrities like Beyonce Knowles and, um, you know, then our local heroes who get to travel the world and, and showcase their wares. But everyone actually knows who, where Adelaide is now versus like, where? Yeah. Like Sydney, Melbourne. It's actually, well, oh, Adelaide, oh, yeah, that's that big festival, you know, happening mm. in October. So um, there's just been so much um, happening from an industry perspective that, you know, we can report on, which is great. And I think it's all um, credit to the, the festival. Mm, absolutely. Uh, Sophia McMahon is also with us. Now, Sophia, what's your story? Uh, my story is that I had a bit of a, a career change. I used to actually be a speech pathologist a little while ago. So, oh, yeah. That yeah. is a bit of a career change, isn't it's it? A, it's a natural progression, obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I did speech pathology for about five years or so. Um, I always had a real passion for fashion, and um, I, I kind of decided to, while I enjoyed that career, there was a time in my life which was now I had limited commitments, so it was time for me to give something a little bit more more um, different a try. So, um, yeah, went back to TAFE, did mm-hmm. um, an advanced diploma of um, design and technology there and, um, yeah, started my own label straight out of TAFE. So. And your label? Yeah, my label is called Autark, so it's a slow fashion label um, based entirely here in Adelaide. Which Hang on, is what's really a slow fashion label? I <laughs> yeah. told you I was into fashion. Come on, you're going to you're gonna help, me fa- help me through this. Okay, no worries at all. So basically, um, I don't know if you've got much of an idea about fast fashion at all, but um, fast fashion ideas are um, built around mass production, mm. 
um, making things really quickly, getting lots of product out there. And slow fashion is basically the opposite of everything that that involves. So um, my brand focuses on local production. So it's made entirely in Adelaide. Um, I use all natural fibres as well. And um, basically um, the aim of my brand is to encourage people to purchase really mindfully, um, purchase um, smaller amounts of product that they're going to have for a really long time to build part of like a classic wardrobe mm. um, so that they can get lots of wear out of pieces for years to come. So, yeah. Are you having much cut through with that philosophy though because we are in such a throwaway uh, you know environment i feel like really excited about the direction that fashion is taking at the moment i feel like more and more people are becoming really mindful of what they consume and and how they dispose of things as well and um people consumers are becoming more and more insistent on knowing about where the products are from and how they're produced and how to take care of them properly and i feel like bigger companies who've produced more in a fast fashion way mm. previously, mm. Um, they're finding that more and more difficult because consumers are just not thinking that that's good enough anymore. So, what, what message then would you give to a young teenage girl who can't be seen twice in the same outfit? <laughs> it's funny, actually. I'm all about... I've got um, a teenage daughter, by the way. I'm going to declare an interest here. Well, um, yeah, you'd be pleased to know that I'm a very big supporter of re-wearing things. I know that um, it is a difficult concept for a lot of people to get their head around. It's something that they're not necessarily used to. But I'm also a big believer in kind of shopping your own wardrobe and thinking about different ways to wear pieces that you already have, kind of looking at your wardrobe like it's something new with a different perspective, putting things together in a different way, wearing things that might be a bit more dressy, dressing them down with like a pair of sneakers mm. and wearing it during mm. the day, for example. Mm. So, yeah, I'm definitely all about that, getting as much wear out of your items as you possibly can. Yeah. I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my daughter's <laughs> number in a like moment. That. Yeah, I'll give you my daughter's <laughs> number. Uh, we've also got uh, Liz and Eric. Um, uh, Faber, how do you pronounce your name? Faber. Faber. I got. I was close. Uh, from uh, Kalesh, uh, uh, your your designers of the, the the Kalesh brand, one of Adelaide's most loved and celebrated bridal outfit organisations, I believe. Yes. 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 Tell us. Uh, tell us your background. So, nineteen seventy three. Uh, my parents, uh, mother and father, and four children came over from France. My mother had grown up in uh, Paris in the uh, streets where all the design, uh, designer, big designer houses were and uh, started making uh, garments and then uh, filling up the back of the trailer in the station wagon uh, with a surfboard on the top uh, for <laughs> yes. kids during school holidays <laughs> yeah. and travelled. And uh, at one point of time, every uh, township in Australia that had a drapery uh, had at one time or another uh, been uh, carrying uh, a label. Um, jumped a few years, 1994, uh, so 21 years after that, uh, we were the first Australian uh, fashion designer to officially be part of the Paris Fashion Week. Um, and then after that, the rest was history. We we had to open up uh, in Europe to be mm. able to uh, distribute our wedding dresses in uh, France. And then... Uh, in Milan, Via Emanuele, one of the you know, most illustrious uh, uh, street, fashion street in uh, Milan. And this is where uh, my mother hired a young English uh, designer 
who she thought would uh, really work well with her and would be a good wife for her son. Um, <laughs> and that's Liz. That's how Liz uh, came across. And, uh, Liz has got a very wry smile on her face at the moment, I've got to say. <laughs> and so she carried on from my mother. Um, and uh, when uh, my mother died of ovarian cancer, when she got sick, we wrapped everything up overseas just to concentrate on the Australian market. Right, yes. And we are still selling in New Zealand and in um, uh, Australia. And you know, we have the odd bride from uh, overseas that uh, still uh, wants to buy a label. We're concentrating on uh, the Adelaide market, and I think that the Adelaide Festi uh, Fashion Festival has done a, a great uh, deal of uh, benefit for, mm. for us to actually show people that we have some great talent here in Adelaide. We have brides that go to Sydney, Melbourne to buy Kalesh uh, wedding dresses, mm -hmm. and then they think, hey, you're in Adelaide. Yeah. We didn't know that. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're making that uh, uh, well known. And uh, thanks to the Adelaide Fashion Festival for making that uh, happen. And Liz, uh, you're, the, you're the head designer, so no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> have, have you seen, you know, the fashion in the bridal sector change much over the years? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I think it it has done. Certainly, in the last in the last ten years, it's changed quite dramatically. Mm. I will say that I think Australian bridal fashion is actually quite ahead and quite advanced and quite on, really on trend. Um, especially when you compare to Europe and the, and I will say England, even though I'm English, I'll talk them down mm. because the some of the labels over there they're very boring and they're very staid and just not very exciting and yet we're doing things and a lot of Australian bridal designers are doing things which are really on trend which is great fun so it's moving with the fashion so you're setting the trend rather than following the trend uh, whether whether we're setting it I don't know but we're certainly picking up on the latest fashion trends mm. and mm. that really does follow through now into bridal and that's what that's what girls want that's what the brides want yeah absolutely uh, Chris you'd, you'd agree with that no doubt 100% I worked yeah. in bridal for a long time and mm. I think the Australian market's always been a leading market for um, evening wear and bridal wear and especially the fact that it's just we've got such a culture of weddings um, it's definitely a movement within South Australia there's a lot of us and um, there's a lot of them I should say and they're all fantastic and they all have their own edge and vibe which comes out of our Couture Culture Parade, which Kalesh is um, leading this year. So it's really quite fantastic to see them still going, but then progressing as well and not staying stagnant and um, and being young and vibrant as a brand, you know. I think mm. it's so important mm. for brands, and that's why you can see they've got longevity because they do move forward. Lots of brands just sit and, and want to yeah. be what they want to be, but mm. when you've got longevity, and um, when you see longevity, it's definitely great to, for the change. Eric, you want to tell us about that, uh, the Couture Culture, which is part of uh, the festival? Yes, yeah, so that's uh, on Thursday at uh, gates open at five thirty, and um, we'll be opening the show um, with uh, how many garments? So we've got fourteen mm. garments 14 and garments. a collection is called Decadent Daydreams. Decadent, Decadent Daydreams. Daydreams. Oh, I like it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Very fancy. Nice. It's always <laughs> fancy in fashion. <laughs> so so uh, where, whereabouts? So that's at the uh, military grounds. Okay, the Torrens Parade grounds. Yep, okay. yep. and then we have a big execution which is called, called the grounds, which is all bars, so everyone can come down. That's free, and you can come and enjoy a drink and just enjoy the atmosphere. So it's, it's all set really up exciting. now. It looks pretty. It looks pretty. Getting there. Too. We've yeah, got a couple of good. more days. There's lots of more surprises yeah. to be installed. But is we're there? Oh, good, yeah. good, good, good. Uh, if you've uh, got any questions for the team uh, about uh, the uh, fashion festival that kicks off on Wednesday, give us a call eight double two three double o double o. We'll come back and explore a little bit more straight up. After this. It's the ultimate experience. A cruise to the 2018 Lexus Melbourne Cup. 
NCAA and Phil Hoffman Travel want to send you on a cruise to the Cup. A six-night cruise for two. Then you're off to the race that stops the nation. Register at 5AA.com.au. Then listen in to the 5AA Sports Show with Rowie and Bix. Weeknights from 3pm. If the guys call out your name, ring back within 30 minutes. You could be in the running to win. Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel. Australia's most awarded travel agency. And 1395. Adelaide's 5AA. Imagine you have a dog bounding across your garden of lush green turf. He jumps, he rolls, he lays on his back, feet in the air and gives himself a good old scratch. A dog really knows how to appreciate grass. And you can appreciate yours every day when you lay lawn in your garden from the turf farm. The turf farm plant it, nurture it, harvest it, deliver it and importantly, they guarantee it. Trust the turf farm. Go to theturffarm.com.au Trust is at the heart of the matter. The key to any lasting relationship. We aim to get it right the first time. Give Ken a call. Ken Hall Plumbers, your local plumbers since 1983. More than just a plumber. Give Ken a call. 8364 5855. Come on, come on, do the renovation. See and buy what's new in building, renovating, decor and outdoor ideas at the Home Show at Late Show Ground this Friday to Sunday. Details kjex.com.au KidX presents SA's first accessible music festival, Sounds and Vibes. And tickets are on sale now. Catering for young people with a disability and featuring Justice Crew, DJ Josh, Rudely Interrupted and more. Adelaide Showgrounds, Saturday, December 1st. Tickets are available on the KidX webpage, kyd-x.com.au. Sounds and Vibes, SA's first accessible music festival, proudly brought to you by KidX and the Lifetime Support Authority. Hey, Mum, quick, we have to go to Gilmore's. Why? Just get ready, we have to go. But I was about to... Mum, just come on. Ziera shoes are on sale at Gilmore's. You know, Ziera, those gorgeous shoes and sandals you love that take your orthotics, are $50 off. What are we waiting for? I can use some more Ziera, and at $50 off, I could get two pairs. Yeah, let's go. I'm going to get some too this time. Good idea. Then you can keep up. Oh, ha-ha, Mum. Offer ends end of the month online and at Melrose Park opposite Castle Plaza. Lane Beachley for Planet Ark. We're celebrating 15 years of cartridges for Planet Ark. Since the program was born, over 38 million cartridges have been saved from landfill and turned into road surfaces, pens and garden beds. Like other teenagers, Cartridges for Planet Art continues to grow thanks to you. So keep up the great effort. Drop off your used cartridges at your participating retailer or sign up for a free collection box for your work. Visit cartridges.planetart.org. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. We're not talking about rag dolls. We're talking about really classy fashion at the moment. Uh, we've got the team from the Adelaide Fashion Festival with us, uh, which kicks off on Wednesday. It's going to be a wonderful five-day event, and uh, the weather's going to be great, so it's going to be absolutely superb. One of the interesting things I find with uh, fashion at the moment is, and we touched on a little bit earlier, um, uh, Sophia, that uh, we're using more and more materials that are very, very natural. We're getting away from, you know, the, the false products, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is that a generational thing or is that the industry getting its head together and uh, saying, no, we need to do this for sustainability? 
I don't know, to be honest with you. That's a really good question. I think for me, when I was studying and working with a lot of different fabrics, um, on a superficial level, I really preferred the way that wearing natural fibres felt and the what you could do with natural fibres. I know that there are a few synthetic fibres that are very comparable mm. and do very mm. similar things, but I don't know. I just felt like, um, for me, it was more about how it felt on the body, that it breathes really beautifully, that it's there's an ease of wear to it, um, so it suits the style of my label as well. Um, the more I, I research into um, ethics and sustainability around fashion, the more I do learn about it, though, and um, I know there's a bit of a, um issue with microfibers from um, synthetic fibers when they're laundered getting into the waterways and yeah. that the mm. impact of that so I absolutely can see that um that it is an issue in that respect but um yeah I think for me um, it's really wonderful to see so many other people feeling that it's an important issue for their brands as mm. well and getting on board with the movement and customers obviously as well yeah absolutely yeah. Chris that would certainly be a, a trend uh, industry wide 100% like with regards to slow and the way that it's and ethically, ethical and sustainable is the, the hot topic of um, fashion at the moment. I mean, um, to reference Vogue, they've actually put on an editor at large for this um, this this topic, and mm. they have her travelling the world talking all about this. I mean, clothing exchanges are happening all around the world. Mm. Everyone's resourcing. I mean, Stella McCartney is 100% vegan. She doesn't use any animals, but is 100% eth- ethically sourced and produced. And, and it's really important for some people, especially now I'm so aware of it, I want to buy mm. that now. And even yesterday I went to go buy something and I kind of thought about what it was and where it's come from so it's such a really it's a really big movement and for us as well in our festival in adelaide we've made it a part of our program which is really important for us to tell that story so we've got slow saturday slow saturday so yeah. just explain a little bit more about slow saturday. slow saturday is about um basically bringing the industry as a total together so everything yeah. we're doing is sustainable and ethical i mean simon bryant is making and um, producing the menu all from repurpose and resource food um we're bringing all the editors and chiefs of vogue because they're so across it i I mean, we went vintage shopping and have a vintage segment, um, which is all repurposing. I mean, I've hacked at jeans, making outfits. It's all about um, using your mind and trying to make sure that you're doing the right thing within regards to the, you know, the environment and then also thinking about the industry. And, and you still can look cool. You don't, you know, everyone's got this perception that it's kind of like a, you know, daggy, hippie, fisherman's, fisherman's pants, pants <laughs> vibe, but it's totally not that. It's 100% the opposite to that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, mindset's changing, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can I ask, um, this one's for you, Liz, but, you know, in, in the bridal sector, how do you come up with something original? In, in, in such a, you know, in such a space. I mean, the bride is the bride. You know, there's the tradition of what the bride looks like. How do you continue to be really creative and come up with a new design? I think designs evolve. They evolve all the time. Um, they can evolve from hour to hour, day to day. It's seeing, seeing a bride in one of our dresses, but then thinking, oh, you know, maybe we could do this, we could do that. And everyone's got a different personality and you want that personality to shine through in a dress. Um, But just going back to the sustainable um, um, subject as well, I do want to just add that last year our collection for the Fashion Festival was fully sustainable Mm -hmm. and it was called Natural Beauty and we launched a a bridal range of sustainable wedding gowns as well. 
which was great fun to do um, with some beautiful sustainable fabrics which is not what everybody thinks about because mm. a wedding dress ideally you're possibly not going to wear it again mm. but I do encourage our brides to repurpose and to wear things again and I do offer that we can shorten it we can we can separate it into two pieces we can do all of that sort of thing because it's a nice thought to have something made for yourself mm. and also then absolutely. be able to wear it again yeah absolutely and it's totally. I mean it says it all doesn't it really 100% it, it says it all <laughs> yeah instead of putting it in the cupboard after you've yeah. boxed it and dry cleaned it like yeah, normally you, make the most you, of it. you loved it when you wore yeah. it the first time wear it again mm-hmm. what's um uh what what inspires you Sophia I think it sounds a bit cliche but everything <laughs> kind of inspires me I think um it's interesting when you kind of learn about design and and design of everything, so design of buildings, nature's design, you know, you can look at things with a different kind of viewpoint um, and you see things in a different way, like you see the shapes of things, you see the way that something's constructed. Um, so, you know, I look a lot to history, especially um, um, old fashions. I love... Um, my brand is kind of like I like to play with silhouettes, so I like to look at the really full silhouettes of, say, um, you know, like the 1900s and um, the early um, 1900s and see kind of how they used to play with silhouette and mm-hmm. extremes mm-hmm. of silhouette. So um, absolutely fashion, but, you know, books, artists, nature, music, you know, anything can be really inspiring, which is awesome because it means you're always coming up with something new and interesting. Yeah. Is it difficult, though, to keep on coming up with something new and interesting? Um, Do you ever hit that wall? Um, I think if you sometimes if you're under pressure to come up with something really quickly, you can hit that wall. But sometimes as well, it's nice to have that bit of pressure because you have to kind of come up with something mm. you're forced to. Mm. Um, but for me, I kind of think of things and I ponder on things all the way through the year. Um, in my collection now, I'm doing one uh, collection a year so that um, it is a bit more of a slow fashion approach. Um, so I'm kind of marinating on things all year round, really, and then it kind of comes out at the time that I need to come up with something for my collection. So, yeah, everything's inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, (laughs) I I would imagine it'd be an area that you could look at anything and and somehow develop that into into an idea. Absolutely. And we're very lucky here in Adelaide. You know, it's a cultural hub of Australia, really. I mean, I went to, you know, the beautiful exhibition at the Art Gallery recently and was looking at all the paintings and, you know, even just the way that they apply paint to the, whether it's thick or thin, can kind of influence, you know, you're thinking about drape and that kind of thing, like... It's. I think about thinking outside the square. You know, look at the beautiful buildings on North Terrace. They're really inspiring. There's all kinds of culture and fun and music here, like the food, even the mm. wine. Like, why not? The colour of the wine could inspire, you know, yeah, something ab- from absolutely. your next collection. Drinking the so wine inspires me. That also, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah, doesn't yeah. hurt. It, it, it kills the inspiration or encourages oh, no. it. Just write it down. Chris, just finally, tell us, Chris, about uh, one of the highlights, the Nutcracker. Oh, now, well, you know, um, we don't normally associate the Nutcracker. No, with, but Paolo with, Sebastian um, is one of our designers and he has a, a way with uh, fairy towels and dream world and um, he designed his entire collection around Tchaikovsky's The Nutcracker. 
and he went to Paris and showcased that and we thought of the idea of combining music and art and design together and we met with the ASO and they agreed to, to lend us 40 of their... Um, I was about to call them band members, but they're not. <laughs> they're not band members. Um, they're they're the basically their orchestra, up. so they're musicians, and we'll be um, the runway will be performing live the Nutcracker. So you're going to have the core of the yes. ASO performing <laughs> the Nutcracker. Yes, mm. Paul's all wow. about normally about sets, but this year he's like, oh, all, they're there the set this year, and they'll be performing live a half an hour set of Tchaikovsky. So I mean, the other week I shot. Um, uh, a magazine um, in there, and we literally did it while they were rehearsing, and it was a, we called it a silent shoot because no one could hear a thing because it was yeah. so loud. They're an amazing group of people, and that's what I, that's what we do as a festival, which makes us different. We really bring um, different ideas together, and that's why everyone gets on a plane and kind of comes to see us. Yeah. And you know, it's three show, nearly three shows sold out, so it's saying something. That's going to be a real highlight. It's going to be unbelievable. Just being in the same room as, as the orchestra to begin yes. with, yeah. And then then you've got this visual totally, uh, and the yeah. conductor yeah. just standing right there, front and center in the runway and then 30 models coming right after him so it's going to be a pretty epic moment fantastic well listen uh, kicks off on wednesday what time wednesday at 5 30 we um doors open at the grounds or the doors open on the runway i should say so come down earlier and have a champagne with us Mm. it's going to be fun (laughs) um and it goes right through until until uh, this saturday night saturday night yeah so there's something for everyone just uh, google adelaide uh, fashion festival and the whole program is on there and i'm telling you there is something for absolutely everyone it's going to be really exciting and uh, congratulations to all of you thanks Thanks for coming in and uh, we'll see you when i buy a new shirt sometime (laughs) 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 stay with us as uh, uh, the news is coming up and then uh, Dr.